Communications disruption can mean only one thing. Invasion. For the Republic! Frequency 1138 is all clear and clanker free. This is Clone Army Radio. Execute Order 66. Good soldiers follow orders. Good soldiers follow orders. I am a Jedi. Like my father before me. Begun. The Clone War has. I found them. Repeat. I found them. Cloners. Now this is Congress. We're doomed. I'll do it. I just want to catch you guys off guard, that's all. <laughs> what is up, Clone Army? You gotta, you gotta put a little more of the balls in that. <laughs> what is up, Clone Army? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Like, what is up? Oh, like that? <laughs> what is up, Clone Army? <laughs> what is up? <laughs> what is up, brothers? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, brothers. What's up? <laughs> I'll tell you what's up, Clone Army Radio's up. <laughs> and that's our intro for today. <laughs> there it is. Wow, that was fun, dude. I'm sweating and crying over here. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Clone Army Radio, episode 121. Oh, how are we going to, yeah, how, we're going to remember that number too, Charlie. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're, def- oh, oh, you're I, definitely going to need it later. Yeah. I was doing that whole I'm laughing, even though I had no idea what you're talking about, and then it registered. I'm like, yeah. oh, yeah, yeah. Quiz yeah. questions. Yes. We're on to your... <laughs> More quiz questions. Yes. Um, so, as per usual, we got the full crew, John, Charlie, and Lito. What up, yep. what up, what up? And this week, we're going to do a little smorgish, smorgish board of Star Wars. <laughs> what does smorgish dog mean? <laughs> 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 oh good lord a smorgasbord of star wars yeesh Shmorg- i don't know i just like saying it like that smorgish you know what smorgasbord means all you can eat <laughs> <laughs> um and we are once again bringing trivia back um mm-hmm. i think it's it's gonna be a regular again uh <laughs> it's We've gotten the requests. We've gotten the demands, mostly by Charlie. Um, yeah. But also, also some listeners. The, the people want the, what they want. I can't deny them. I can't. <laughs> What'd you say, Lena? Oh, the crickets were very loud. Yes, the crickets. <laughs> <laughs> they were and cheap, cheap trivia, cheap, cheap trivia. So is that is that like our nickname? So we're not going to call them Clone Army anymore. We're going to call them crickets. Right. Crickets <laughs> Army. They're not. They're not the clones. They're the crickets. Well, you heard it here, everyone. Leto thinks you're a bunch of crickets. Wow. Cricket. Cricket. The rest of Clone Army Radio may or may not support this accusation. <laughs> our, our lawyers aren't at liberty to disclose. Um, we've got some Ray movie talk, not the debunked stuff that we heard about, I don't think, because it was debunked pretty quickly by the Lucas Films. Uh, but there's other Ray movie mm-hmm. situations. Um, we've got... Some Andor chatter and what did you say? The Old Republic, Charlie? Yeah, we've got Andor, we've got the Old Republic. There's some some noise about Eclipse. Oh, right. Yeah, Eclipse. 
But I think we're going to kind of, since Charlie's like big Ray fan, I think we should do a little talk about the Ray movie. Um, I did like kind of take some things off of uh, ScreenRant.com and I will do my duty and and put the link in our show notes so people can check out the article. (laughs) Um, But it looks like Kathleen Kennedy was speaking to Games Radar. I'm just going to quote it. This movie will build on the relationship between Ray and Luke, and specifically on the promise Ray made to Luke. I have a question about that. And now Ray has made a this is oh, this is Kathleen Kennedy's quote. Uh, and now Ray has made a promise to Luke, Kennedy observes, and that's really the core of where we're going and what this story will be. Ray is not the last of the Jedi, but the first of a new order, and she will reform the Jedi in his honor. It's a smart approach ensuring Luke Skywalker has a legacy in the Star Wars galaxy. Um, before we go anywhere, does anyone remember Ray making a promise to Luke? I mean, I think you guys have watched those movies more than I have, so I don't recall. I remember. Yeah, I'm actually quite ashamed to say that I don't remember a specific instance okay. of Ray promising anything to Luke. So is this more of Kathleen Kennedy not knowing what she's talking <laughs> oh, about? This could be like the off. You're a little quiet, Lita. Now you're completely silent. Oh, no. Technical difficulties? Hello? There you go. Hello. Oh. Hi. How are you? I'm good. I'm fine. I'm fine now. <laughs> uh, how, how are you? <laughs> could be traditional uh, off-screen, um, you know, between movies, uh, you know. Conversation. Events. Yeah. Oh, oh, I got you. Okay. The the typical of of <laughs> Star Wars yeah. giving us, mm-hmm. you know, the deeper stuff off screen. Right. Um, gotcha. Yeah, I don't recall. Uh the one thing that I I heard this was like a while back, I think before the Rise of Skywalker came out, there were people like saying because of the name The Rise of Skywalker is this going to be like the new Jedi order? They're going to be called Skywalkers and you could go into like the Chiss background. I don't know a whole lot about it because I haven't read those newer Thrawn books, uh, but they refer to their force users as Skywalker. Oh, um, wow. it's kind of interesting, but I have issues with one part of it. I'll get to, but uh, so my thought process in just kind of, reading this one article is where ensuring Luke Skywalker has a legacy in the star Wars galaxy, Ray taking the Skywalker name as hers. Is this going to become like a new name for Jedi? Do you guys think like, will they still be called Jedi? Because like some of the key words were, where was that? What I just said, like honoring his name, a new order reforming, uh skywalker legacy just a thought that that i've heard people saying over the last few years so just wondering what you guys think of that yeah i mean it sounds like a good way to go since the jedi you know the way they operate aren't uh doesn't work uh eventually Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know taking the young away from their parents and um not having not having to make those connections and be completely faithful to the, you know, to the, to the force or whatever. Um, uh, seems like Luke. I think we've. Oh, sorry, Lito. After you. Oh no, and I just think you know, Luke has a a better 
I, I, I don't know, had had his way of, you know, making connect. Like like Charlie said, you know, his connection to his father is what changed everything and made everything happen. And they made everything right. <laughs> Yeah, yeah the, the Skywalker legacy is such a core part of Star Wars. It's sort of the, the pillar that runs through all of it across all of the films. And I think it would be a, a mistake of them to let that go. And I think this is a really interesting way of refreshing that idea of what a legacy is, that Skywalker is not just a name, but it's it's a title, it's an identifier. It's And especially with the themes being potentially explored within certain video games about the Jedi Order, Um shows that this is not the way it needs to go anymore. The the old way is is not the new way. Both very good points from you guys, yeah. I mean, when I first read it, I'm like, this is stupid. <laughs> but like, I like hearing other points of views, and you guys bring some good stuff to it. That's that's why we do this. Um, I don't, I would have a hard time calling Jedi Skywalker. It would be weird, but I guess like anything else, you'd adjust, so. Yeah. But what do you think about this, like, she's made this promise to Luke that we don't really know about. But if she did, that's cool. She's promising to carry on the Jedi, yeah. kind of like Luke was supposed to do in Return of the Jedi. What's up, Leto? You know what? Just kind of, like... Can't hear you at all. Hang on. I haven't done anything. <laughs> You're, like, so quiet. Shout. Like, shout it out. <laughs> I, I didn't move. I didn't touch anything. I was just I was just thinking about it in my head, and I'm like, when, when does this happen in in like in our religion, in Christianity? Like, say the Jedi is a Christian, you know, like um, Luke, this Luke sect or this Luke Skywalker name could be like like the Lutherans, you know? Ooh, okay. that's you an know? interesting way of looking at it. That's How the Lutherans point. wanted to, uh, you know, make some changes, and, and you put the note. I mean, they put the note, but like, it's almost. It's almost uh, similar, similar of a situation. Mm. No, I, I think I like that idea. That's good. And I, I like I like the fact that through this whole thing that they are honoring the past because that mm -hmm. effing line in the sequel trilogy, <laughs> kill the past, just irritates me Let all the, the time. Let the past die. Kill it if you have to. Yeah. Yeah, see, I don't even know it. That's how much I hate it. <laughs> Damn, okay. No, I, I don't really hate it. I just don't like it. I disagree with it because it felt like that's what they were doing, killing off legacy characters and all of that. So to see that they're honoring this and Ray seems like the type of character that would hold that mantle, like, you know, Luke yep. and Leia both helped me realize who I was and mm -hmm. who I Ray wasn't. Owes like owes her life to the Skywalker name, really. Yeah. And and Literally. Even, right. And even Ben Solo for giving her new life at the end of, mm -hmm. of the Rise of Skywalker. So yeah. So I, I, I appreciate that that there is going to be honoring of the past of the Skywalkers specifically because that's what this whole thing was about. So I'm I'm cool with it. I'm for the most part. Like I said, it would be it'd be a little hard to to call if if this even is something that happens to call them Skywalkers as just a sect. I get the feeling it's going to end up like the whole kind of baby Yoda Grogu situation where we mm. all know we just choose not to. <laughs> that's that's a good point because yeah, I I call him Grogu and Baby Yoda colloquially Baby Yoda. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
So that's a good point too. Um, any thoughts on, Oh, another question before I, I shut for a sec. Do you guys think this will be episode 10 or is this going to be its own thing? I don't think it'll be episode 10. That's my thought. I think they're done with the trilogies. Uh, Yeah, I agree. I think they're done. What about Ryan Johnson's trilogy? Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) It's happening. It's we don't talk about that. God willing, right? <laughs> God not willing. Thank you. <laughs> oh, you don't, don't want talk to about Ryan Johnson. Thank you. <laughs> don't want it. In what world could I possibly want it? I, I don't know. I mean, you're a fan of the sequels, so I just assumed you'd want more Ryan Johnson. I don't. Know. I'm a fan of J.J. Abrams. I'm not a big fan of Ryan Johnson as a director, particularly. Okay. I like oh. his stuff. So I, I would watch it. Yeah, I mean, I, I haven't really seen much of what he does outside of Star Wars, but I've heard it's really good. So good for him to stay away from Star Wars. But uh, <laughs> so you guys don't think it'll be like titled episode whatever? No, I I think we're going back to the as it's been affectionately referred to the Star Wars colon phase where it's Star Wars colon Obi-Wan Kenobi, Star Wars colon Andor. I think this is the era we've reached now, and I think it will most likely be like Star Wars colon Ray Skywalker or something, or, or like Skywalker Legacy. Or mm. I like that. I, I really liked uh, how they it's, they didn't really title it this, but they've been calling it New Jedi Order. I really think that that would be a really cool name for the movie, just because it goes back to like the the EU books under the same title, but they probably won't for that reason. But yeah, I mean, I, I agree. I think it they're bringing the crawl back, so that's cool. But I, it, the crawl doesn't need to be episode anything. Heir to the Jedi. Oh yeah, that was actually a book. Oh, it was? Yeah. Oh. Heir to the Jedi would be a lovely title. I like that actually. I'm sure most Hello, people would Lucasville. crap on it. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard people getting mad that there, you know, there were rumors of Dave Filoni's movie being called Heir to the Empire, and I'm like, what else could you? What else call are you going to call it? I'm sure Timothy Zahn is there, like, yeah, right, go, go ahead. <laughs> but you know, you get on social media, and everyone's like those guys that were trying to convince uh, King Arthur that that lady was a witch. You know, they're just all screaming, "She's a witch! She's a witch!" What makes you think she's a witch? Well, she turned me into a newt. And newt. Got better. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's what I picture every time someone says social media. I just think of those guys because it's just people going crazy on there. But uh, I'm still excited for the movie. You know, regardless of my feelings on the sequel trilogy, I think Ray's a cool character. I think that they could have explored her character a lot better if they had planned out the sequel trilogy for a while before they made it. But I'm curious to see what what'll happen with this. They haven't announced like any crew, right? Any director or yeah. screenwriter they have? Yeah, oh, nice. uh, screenwriter was that Watchmen show guy, but it's now Stephen Knight, I think. Oh. Um, who did... God, I couldn't even tell you what he did. Um, I'm an unprepared podcaster for uh, these types of questions. But <laughs> uh, I cannot pronounce the director's name. Uh, Charmaine... Charmaine but. Shamin obeyed Chennai. Yeah, yeah, oh, she's right. the director. my closest approximation. Sound good to me. Speaking of Miss Daisy Ridley, uh, Miss uh, Miss Shamin obeyed Chennai, and my everyone's favorite, Kath Ken, 
um, were spotted at the uh, Indiana Jones Dial of Destiny premiere this weekend in London. Uh, oh, that's on a segue. Having a little a little chatter, a little tete-a-tete, a little head-to-head. Nice. Shout out to the guys at the Star Wars Sessions podcast for, first of all, being invited to the premiere and actually getting to meet Daisy Ridley. Oh, my God. I'm so, so jealous of you guys. Are you kidding me? Um, wow. For capturing that video and getting it, seeing it get spread around social media was fun. Wonder what they were talking about. To be a fly on the wall. Hmm? Yeah, it could have been an interesting conversation to sneak in on. I don't know if you heard me, though, Charlie. Nice segue into that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I didn't. That wasn't out of nowhere, was it? I didn't like miss a massive cue or anything. I didn't. No, that was perfect. <laughs> you were just like you were just right on it. Like oh, I worry. This seems like a good spot for this. <laughs> <laughs> well, as Johnny said at the start of this episode, there were some Ray movie rumors perpetuated by several semi-unreputable websites that we will not mention. Who the zero said, guy? Death. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, the general rumours were that set roughly 15 years after Rey's victory over Palpatine and the end of The Rise of Skywalker, the sequel delves into Rey's courageous endeavour to restore the Jedi Order, where she assumes the role of a mentor to two promising young students, a girl and a boy. As their training progresses, it becomes evident the girl possesses extraordinary abilities destined to emerge as a future leader. Very vague, very broad, and Lucasfilm themselves were incredibly quick to appear and be like, no. That is not correct at all. <laughs> yeah, wasn't that like kind of the premise of uh, Lindelof's story? Yes, it absolutely was. It, it, yes, yeah. it was. So maybe people just got their streams crossed and... Quite possibly. Ran wild with it. But... How do these things get started? <laughs> <laughs> Clickbait is a powerful tool these days. People will write anything if it gets clicks. Some of those YouTubers, man, there's a, I won't name any of them. I did kind of name one of them, but some of them just go crazy with stuff. Like, ah, I don't even, I don't even want to start examples because we'll be here all night, but <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, it kind of had a cool idea to it, but haven't we, it just sounded like Star Wars again. Yeah. To me, you know, I almost don't want to know what the premise is this early on, especially when the script has not yet been finished writing and the writer strikes are still happening. Right. 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 So <laughs> whoever's getting this information, wherever they're getting it from, is maybe not correct. Yeah. I'm going to start a, a clickbaiting uh, Yeah, website. we should. We'll start, we'll start clonearmyradioclickbait.com. <laughs> And it'll be, yeah. oh my god, Kathleen Kennedy's cancelled all of Star Wars. <laughs> I don't yeah, I don't really want to know. Like the little bit that we got from what Kathleen Kennedy said is fine, like carrying on the legacy. That's whatever enough. happens She's smart. there. Yeah. That's a, the pro the biggest problem with today is we know everything before it happens. Like teaser trailers, rumors, leaks, all this stuff comes out so much. Why do you think I don't want to watch trailers? I know. I know. And I respect, <laughs> I respect that. it. Yeah. yeah. I, I sometimes try to do that. And then other times I just can't like that Star Wars Outlaws game. I wasn't going to skip that. Yeah. Oh, no. Um, the Ahsoka, I was I was I was told I have to watch and I, yeah. I'm happy about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I couldn't I couldn't let you not watch that one. <laughs> um, yeah. Speaking of Ahsoka. Oh, so, 
I believe it may have been Leto who shared in our, our little Chloe Radio group chat that uh, Filoni has openly confirmed that Ahsoka is a Rebel sequel. I'm sure we sort of already knew this. We could already gather this from the general kind of tone of things and the characters mm. and the casting. But it's nice to have it. If you little Rebels fans at home listening, you get your live action sequel. You get the finish to your story. Right. Now, yeah. I, I was going to ask you guys this. Um, can I listen to a podcast that um, kind of like uh, uh, kind of gives you like uh, cliff notes of episodes? Would that still work? I or, or will no? send you the links to some YouTube videos that do really, really good summaries of the seasons individually and then the whole thing. Okay, that'll work. <laughs> you know, and if you if you had actually watched it a couple of years ago, you could have listened to our podcast breaking I down the episodes. <laughs> you haven't finished it either. Nearly so close. Oh, okay, nice. But time off, I, you know, oh, your sound is gone shame. again, Lita. This microphone must be dying on me or something, dude. I'm sorry. So, how far are you, Charlie? While we're waiting I, for uh, Lita. Um, God, remind me how many seasons there are, and I make I get mixed up with uh, four seasons. There are four seasons, so I've yeah. just I'm about like halfway through season four. Nice. So very cool. Is so, it, uh, yeah, you're digging it? Prefer it. This might be controversial. I way prefer it to what I've seen of Clone Wars. And like, I'd like to think I've watched, not watched all of Clone Wars, but I've watched enough of it to understand like why it's important and why people enjoy it. But Rebels is still my preferred, like, sit down. If it's raining outside, grab a blanket, get cozy, watch like eight episodes in a row. Nice. There's a lot of people that, or like that that they love the Clone Wars, but they prefer Rebels over. Um, I pers- it took me a while to get into Rebels. I've probably mentioned it on the show and stuff, but uh, I only sort of liked it. But giving it a couple more watches over the the last few years, I've really grown to love it a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's just it's really a, a well told story, and there's so much cool stuff in it. You've seen uh, the return of a specific character right i won't i don't want to spoil anything for leto he's yes. he's returned a couple times yes <laughs> yes i'm with you now sorry took yeah. me a second oh no, that's all good the current list of star wars rebels characters if people are interested who will be in ahsoka so far includes grand admiral thrawn played by lars mickelson who also voices him in the animated series sabine wren played by natasha lou bordizzo who i also believe voices her if i'm correct in that no Mm -hmm. my bad 90 percent sure uh the voice actor was sasha something my apologies. This is bad journalism on my part. Let's see. No, I'm way off to. I don't know how to pronounce her name. Tia Sarkar. Yes, there we go. Slotted into place now. Yeah. Uh, Harrison Dula, played by Mary Elizabeth Winstead, who also happens to be Ewan McGregor's wife. Right. And Ezra Bridger, who's being played by Eman Esfandi. So far, only as a hologram. Was that sorry, like sorry, actually? Sorry, not Ezra, Jabba the Hutt. I get it wrong every time. <laughs> nice. <laughs> every time. I, I've only I've only watched the trailer once, or well, maybe twice, but it's been a while. Uh, was that an actual person in the hologram? It wasn't. Yeah, it's um, Sabine staring at a hologram of Ezra. Okay. Oh. <laughs> what was that? 
It was He's like, we've never it. been so close. <laughs> what the hell? Can you hear me? Yeah. I found the zoom on my camera. Well, Whoa. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. Am I, is it, does it work now? Do I, can yeah. you hear me? Yeah. Sorry. It's, all right. This microphone died. I'm just, it's just straight up dead. That sucks, man. Yeah. Um, I'll just get a new, another one. I'm surprised because I think I got mine like a little bit before you and mine's still holding up so far, yeah. at least. Knock on wood. Yeah, I don't have a good place to keep it, I guess. Just throw yeah. it around when I'm done. Ah, uh, well, that'll... Yeah, that'll do it. Yeah. Um. Okay, so I don't remember where we totally were, if you were I saying something. Was, but... Yeah, I was rattling off confirmed Rebels characters that we're going to see in Ahsoka. I missed off yeah. Chopper. How could I miss off my favorite little warlord? Uh, ooh, have we seen live-action Chopper other than in Rogue One, I mean, but in, like, the Ahsoka trailer? No, I'm not 100% sure. I'd have to go back through it. I think he might appear very briefly. Okay. Um, I... And obviously, Zeb debuted in Mando Season 3. We don't know if he'll be in Ahsoka, but he may well be, given everybody else is there. That makes sense. Yeah. It would be cool to see Agent Catalyst show up in there. <laughs> I want to say, but I don't want to say, because I don't want to... Yeah, I know. <laughs> is Catalyst um, the guy with the with the sideburns? Yeah, the chops. Yeah, yeah the chops. <laughs> the yeah, most dude. impressive chops I've ever seen in Star Wars. The fact that they took the time to make that detail fit how the styles would have been for the show and like that, like for the films in the seventies, is just insane. <laughs> Mad props to the animators for going so hard on those mutton chops. Amazing chops. Yeah, you know that's something that I really I've grown to appreciate though when they do stuff like uh, Rogue One and then Andor where they stick to what the style was in the 70s uh, for the characters and the the looks of things. You know, you've got your mustaches and and all that kind of thing. It's um it's one of the things I really respect about some of these newer shows and movies uh specifically Andor because it was like kind of more sci-fi-ish at the beginning and then it kind of mm -hmm. went to like the gritty new hope era of star wars uh i'm not a fan of mustaches oh, yeah. but it, but it works you know for star wars <laughs> you've got to have it speaking <laughs> of Andor. Um, you guys might be you're you're setting them up and I'm knocking them down. I'm I'm enjoying this. Speaking of Andor, uh, surprisingly, filming this weekend in London, it appears that some of season two is being captured. There's been Imperial officers, uniforms. This is all being filmed at Canary Wharf, which is where quite a lot of the locations, which is where specifically the locations for the ISB officers are in season one. Mm. And we've also seen gentle gentle spoilers i suppose maybe maybe not it's sort of obvious um cyril's in like full imperial uniform which is super exciting to see so obviously he's now got his girlfriend he's got his job yeah. he's going up in the world it's not who you know it's uh, i don't want to say the rest of that but <laughs> so yes, yeah it's finest he's totally rocking the imperial gear um i had no idea that they were still filming I thought I thought when Tony Gilroy was like, "Okay, I'm out." I assumed that they I'm, just shut down filming. It it raised my eyebrows. I'll be honest. I was I was surprised to see them filming. Although I'm assuming if the writer strikes are being strict and, and taking this as not like a step over the picket line, then they must just be filming kind of background scenes and things that don't involve dialogue. It's just mm. kind of fillers and okay. 
that would be my theory at least. That's a, that's a good, I, I can back that theory. I think that's really good. Um, because yeah, you don't, you don't want to, we've talked about this, you don't want to film dialogue and stuff Mm-mm. when you're restricted to, although, what did I, I read something that I actually wanted to send you guys and I forgot that Tony Gilroy is basically like, when my script is done, it's done. Like no changes, nothing, no ad-libbing. Um, God, where did I see that? Might have been, was it Empire? magazine mm. or something i'll have to go back and check uh but but yeah so maybe they can film most of it with him not being there because he seems real strict in his writing so yes i just hope it's a little bit more upbeat you know faster paced or something <laughs> upbeat it's one of the darkest yeah. times no, galaxy I, that's why I, changed, I changed my wording to faster paced <laughs> Um, just because more was, intense. Yeah, it was a little slower, less intense, you know. So I'm just kind of hoping it picks up a little. So I wonder if that means if they're filming this stuff, if that means it'll be on schedule because I think that's supposed to come out next summer, I believe. Yes. Yeah. Which I hate. I hate having to wait that long. Yeah, yeah, I agree. You know, a lot of shows you watch, it's like every year, every season, new, new season. Um, but it seems like with Star Wars, it's, you got to wait a couple of years in between. Mando started out that way. It was, well, yeah. I mean, I guess if you want to count Boba Fett as part of the Mando show, then you've got season one, season two, season three. But then you waited, I think, between season two and three of uh, Mando, like two years, was it? I don't like waiting. No. Especially <laughs> when season three of Mando was not up to par i think with seasons one and two where you waited like two years for how long you guys had to wait between return of the jedi and the phantom menace you don't deserve to wait a single day longer for your star wars like it is unfair i am i i speak from a place of privilege when i talk about my star wars because i've had to wait asleep a millisecond yeah true you shouldn't have to wait (laughs) anything else about andor or uh no a lot of it is just green screen. <laughs> a lot of the photos are green screens and obviously taken from a distance, so you can just see lots of blurry stormtroopers and blurry Imperial officers, but they're moving, they're shaking, something's happening. Cool. Very good. So you said there was something about Eclipse. What did, what Ooh, did we yeah, there? so there's a little bit of video game news for any fans of Star Wars The Old Republic, uh, EA has confirmed reports that it's in talks to move the development of BioWare's long-running free-to-play MMO Star Wars game to a third-party broadsword online games, which is run by former BioWare VP Rob Denton, so the studio can focus on things like Mass Effect and Dragon Age. So it won't be losing any of its content or any of its service, it's just moving to a different company, so there's a bit more room for... With somebody that worked for Bioware. so Yeah, somebody that worked for Bioware as well. So I'm sure that awesome. puts people's minds at ease. I honestly hope they never shut down the Old Republic game. Um, Have you because... guys played it? I've never had the oh, chance. Oh, really? Ah, you got to try it out. It's cool. There's like, there's so many different uh, classes that you can pick from and each one has a story. So it's like you can actually play it as a single player game. But you can link up with a bunch of people and, and, you know, have them group up with you to do missions and whatever. But, like, I've played through the whole Jedi Knight one. Most of the Sith Warrior, I've started Smuggler. 
I actually want to get back to the smuggler. I've done the soldier one, but never finished it. They're all really cool and really involved. Um, and it's you can do it free to play and get most out of it, so you don't have to do the membership. I I mean, I did the membership a couple times just to get all the you know the extras. But yeah, I mean, if you got a gaming PC, download it and give it a whirl. Check it out. Um, and if you okay. ever do, let me know because I could always you know pop in with one of my characters and we could. We could roam Star Wars together. That would be so cool. Oh, my goodness. But yeah, like they shut down Star Wars Galaxies really early. And that like I just got like a little taste of that one before they shut it down. And that was such a cool game. It was in the, um, you know, like the Empire era. But that was that was a really involved game. Apparently, there's people that keep it running like on their own servers and stuff now. But I just I think everybody with the old republic that are fans of the game when lucasfilm went to disney they're like oh god you know like because everything's got to be canon now and this game's not that everyone was like panicking that they were going to shut it down and i'm glad that it's as of now at least still still rolling it's it's a fun game i will definitely download it and have a go that sounds right up my street do it and yeah speaking of star wars eclipse obviously um Quantic Dream are maybe not doing the best at the moment publicly. However, the game studio are still gently pushing updates in the direction of newspapers and uh, general game reporting. It seems to be that they're targeting for game release in 2026, which is a little further forward than was originally touted, I do believe. Yeah, I thought they had said like 2028 at one point. Yeah, I think 2028 was the original. So I'd be interested to see that again. I don't know. The, the the cinematic trailer was so beautiful and so intense, and then everything went completely silent. Mm-hmm. I think uh, developers need to wait a little longer to uh, do teasers for their games. They, you know, they're like, oh, you know, hey, check out this game we're working on, like Bethesda. When when did they announce Starfield? That was like a long time ago, and it's finally coming out. Um, finally. We still. We still don't have a new Elder Scrolls. We didn't have an Elder, a new Elder Scrolls game on last gen. How? How does that happen? I mean, I get it. You want to... But even the Elder Scrolls games, you look so sad. I'm angry about it. <laughs> even when they release those games, they're buggy, they're glitchy, you know, and they patch them. So I don't know what the heck they're waiting for. But yeah, Eclipse, they announced that, was that two years ago? roughly yes. like two years ago and yes. they said 2028 so that was like seven years that is kind of typical five that makes to seven sense for like years. a full triple a open worlds yeah but 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 don't tease it yet like to, no. because then everybody's talking about it exhaustingly for seven years and then they're like oh yeah we're delaying it for two more years and um no man's sky is a beautiful example of how the hype train started far too early and carried mm. on tracks for far too long so by the time the actual game came out god bless those developers they didn't have a hope in hell yeah <laughs> and it god. meant it took them about three years to patch the game into something that's actually playable and pretty enjoyable great game now nice now being the operative word. Yeah, I felt so betrayed when I got that game on release. Um, Jennifer's oh, one no. son bought it when it came out, and he was like, this game, you know, swearing his brain. Because <laughs> uh, it was such a disappointment when it came out. And I tried to like it, 
but I just I couldn't. Um, but Charlie, I mean, you've mentioned a couple times to me that it's it's like a good game now, and I'm like, I think I still own it on my PlayStation account. So maybe if I ever get a PS5, I could check yeah. it out again. But we'll I see. Absolutely, you would recommend it. Lito, you uh, you good? Yeah. Oh, okay. What? Can you hear me? Yeah. I just wasn't okay. sure if you had anything to say about these games or. No, I never heard of the clips before. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I was just um, looking it up. To be fair, I can't even really explain it to you. Um, you sort of just have to watch the cinematic trailer and kind of go from there. These, watch yeah, the these, weird guys playing the drums and. <laughs> these, these games, I mean, it looks great. Yeah, I'm looking at it now, it looks amazing. Um, but it's also like it's like a 4K Ultra HD render in Unreal Engine. Ah, gotcha. Mm. Oh, there's and a that's yeah. potentially not always the best for game building compared to other platforms that I've at least heard of. I am no expert. I will put that across. <sighs> well, but no, I, you can tell immediately it's done with like that. Um, MetaHuman, I think it is. Wait, did you say Yoda was in it? It looks like Yoda in the, in the console uh, building was in there. Okay. I don't remember. I've only seen the trailer once. Yeah. So. I, I think I've got like a four-page Word document on my PC from when it came out where I stripped it to try and find like measurable Star Wars references, and there's about three. <laughs> there's one guy who sort of looks like Cad Bane, but without his hat on. Um, I think there's nice. like a ship reference yeah. and then one other incredibly slim passing moment, and the rest of it is sort of quite abstract Star Wars, I guess you could say. Like you, you can tell it's Star Wars, but not quite. Bit yes. uncanny valley. <laughs> kind of Lord of the Rings ish, I think. Yeah, so especially with the drumming and the. Mm -hmm. Not that it's a bad thing. It's just it didn't give us much to really chew yeah. on there. I'm not slagging it off in the slightest. It's yeah. beautiful. It captivated me for about a week straight. I was obsessed. I was like, when is it coming out? Oh, 2028. All right then. Oh. <laughs> what if I don't even like video games by then? Yeah, I, I mean, um, yeah, it's possible. It's just a matter of having time to play them is a whole other different Yeah, the situation. older I get, the less time I have. Yeah. Funny that. Being an adult sucks. <laughs> just like, call my mom. Can I move back in? <laughs> mom, can you do it for me? Right. <laughs> do what? All of it. <laughs> yeah, all of it. So the one thing we didn't mention, or I should say the one thing I didn't mention at the beginning of the pod that we were going to talk about, are we ready for, for that part? Did we cover all the Star Wars? Yes, I do uh, believe we did cover all the Star Wars. Wait, um, I was just looking up like rumors and stuff today, and the, uh, the Acolyte came up that mm -hmm. um, they cast the transgender um, actor. Oh, yeah. How could I forget that? Yeah. Lito, thank you so much. We've got our first, like, uh, trans uh, male to female actress in Star Wars, which is insanely exciting to me. Also, weirdly, I would like to point out, at the same time that news dropped via Lucasfilm, um, suddenly the internet was awash with rumours that the Acolyte's been cancelled. I would like yeah. to point out that is incorrect. Mm. It has not been cancelled just because a trans person was cast. Oh my goodness, how shocking. <laughs> okay, right on. Yeah, I I did not hear that part. Well, thank um, you, Lito. Just in time for you know Pride Month still going yeah, on. Yeah, just in time for Pride Month right. to end out. Oh. I thought that was pretty you know pretty good news to, you know, announce. 
Yeah, for sure. I did see all those things about it being canceled, but I didn't <laughs> see like what people were going on about them. Just like it's not canceled. They just I think they just finished filming it recently. Yeah. So or they're like right at the end of filming it. So we have like set photos, we have costumes, yeah. like we have plot details, we have episode titles. Chill. I'm not watching the trailer. Don't worry. Is there a trailer? <laughs> no, I'm saying yeah. when it comes Oh, up. oh yeah. If yeah, it yeah. Comes, yeah. Okay. There was a trailer at Star Wars Celebration. I've seen the very, very shaky, like, handheld, sneaky camera footage of it. Mm. So I've seen the trailer, but I don't know if you guys particularly search up that kind of thing when it comes to, like, leaked stars. No, and and in, for me, it's more like I'm back and forth. Sometimes I'm like Leto and sometimes I'm not. But I never want to see a trailer for the first time on somebody's flip phone. I would, you know. I have no self-control. <laughs> <I've noticed. laughs> I would rather wait until I can, at the very least, watch it uh, on my phone, but like as a clear HD or 4K quality situation, not like the back of somebody's head tilted sideways. Like, <laughs> I saw enough. I got the general gist. It's fine. I'm interested in that one though. I I like that they're they've said it's what like kind of Sith centric yes, or Sith dark side centric. So. Sixth-centric and I think an uncovered, not uncovered in that sense, but an undocumented part of the Star Wars timeline. Like, I think it's slotting in between a few things, but a period of time that we've not really been a part of very much. So, yeah, that builds the anticipation. See, and I want to hold on to that anticipation as long as possible. And a trailer kind of, like, ruins some of that. Yeah. For me, you know. Like, if I kind of know what it looks like, what kind of the story is kind of like, you know, happening or whatever, some characters, you know, I like I like to hold on to that because, you know, because we we went, you know, almost, you know, 20 years not having anything. Right. So, I mean, we've and then we got something. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. Just used to waiting as long as possible and not not used to all this stuff coming out so fast. Yeah, that's true. It does that's come out pretty fast. Yeah, it comes out, I mean, a year, two years. I mean, that's fast. Yeah. What am I on about? It's set during the High Republic era, so this will be the first time we're going, like, High Republic live action. And, yeah, a time when the Jedi were on top to then go and follow the Sith story, I think, is a really interesting... Because, obviously, mm. we've seen from set set photos which i have shown the both of you so i'm not ruining anything um sure. there are themes of high republic in there and high republic costuming so i think i'm excited for the again another smorgasbord of star wars let's go <laughs> yeah, I I thought, a t-shirt from what i remember i thought that they said it was like going to lead into the phantom menace um that's how close of the in the timeline it is so mm. yeah varied reports some sources say like it's literally right before the phantom menace some say like a couple of hundred years before the phantom menace it right we'll see and lucasfilm as far as i know have not like confirmed no either or so very very quiet about it i like see i like when they're quiet i mean think about if we go back to grogu baby yoda whatever you want to call him what if that had leaked it would not have been as impactful at all yeah um, same with Luke showing up at at the end of season two. Uh, I mean, they kept it in there as Plo Koon. So like that was like, genius. Yeah. Right. And I like that they do that. You have to um, 
there's got to be workarounds for for all the social media and for all the people that have insider info and and source you know sources and all that like you gotta you gotta work around that stuff and and those i think are two really good examples it was uh grogu and and luke um so i like that we don't know a lot about they're hiring trustworthy people too Mm. right that's pretty good you know yeah they they haven't hired tom holland i wonder why (laughs) (laughs) okay so are we ready are we good to uh go to the last part yeah okay all right well okay so Lito messaged us in our group and asked the question will rebel moon be the next star wars and i think it's a good question i think this is something that we're going to talk about for a few here but i i before we started our episode the three of us were kind of in agreement that i think we're going to dedicate a whole episode to rebel moon because uh it's exciting it's something new like something fresh something in like that far away galaxy feeling but not star wars even though it was at one point pitched to be a star wars story so um i guess to to look at that question will it be the next star wars uh i wanted to ask you leto but i figured i'd save it for here yeah. are you asking will it be the next star wars like in the scope of like big uh space opera storytelling or popularity or like what was what was your meaning to asking the question i guess yeah no like thinking will Zack snyder deliver the star wars that if george lucas was kind of in charge the type of storytelling and and type and, and type of of you know with characters and, and and world building could he take what kind of like the things that we love about star wars and and turn it into a whole different thing that will kind of take everybody you know that 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 likes the star wars now and just kind of start a whole new franchise i guess and okay. it would it could it could have become a phenomenon i guess mm-hmm. and, and being the only one i think on our crew that is a Zack snyder fan uh yeah I think he's got the chops for it. I think right. that he could mm. he could do it. I think he could deliver. But I mean, we're really obviously we're not going to know until we see the film. Um, this article in Vanity Fair that I started skimming through got me really excited about it. That's why part of me wanted to just say, mm. yeah, we should dedicate a whole episode to it. It sounds like it could be all of that, Leto. Mm. And I hope it is. I love Star Wars, but I'm ready for something new. It's funny you mentioned Game of Thrones, too, because at the like the end of the article, it said something about it's like so many things rolled into this, like Lord of the Rings, Game of Thrones and Star Wars and his influences of uh, God. What's the um, George's big influence? Yes. Yes. Thank you. But um, samurai films and. Mm-hmm. If I could read you guys like the synopsis, you've probably already read it, but just for anyone listening, it's very Star Warsy, <laughs> and it sounds like a Star Wars crawl. When a col- when a colony on the edge of the galaxy finds itself threatened by the armies of the tyrannical Regent Belisarius, they dispatch a young woman with a mysterious past to seek out warriors from neighboring planets to help them take a stand. Yeah. <laughs> almost like the seven samurais you know right 
it's got so much Star Wars to it that that I think I don't know. Go ahead, Lito. This was this was oh, you yeah, it up. I so thought, thought droid. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm not a big snack, uh, Zack Snyder fan. You know, just Zack Snyder. Yeah, Snack Snyder. <laughs> Zack Snyder. <laughs> so, but the, just the fact that like he's like, oh, you don't want to make my Star Wars movie, and I'm gonna go make it. Um, you know, that right there makes me a uh, Zack Snyder Rebel Moon fan. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I and I want to see what what his brain has to offer the Star Wars brand, which I mean, you know all the names are going to be changed and all the you know, but we know where everything is kind of we can we can probably put the pieces together on how he created his characters and who was inspired who and what or whatnot. Um, but I am ready for 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 this and and I and, <laughs> and I'm excited. I'm really excited, honestly. Like. This is probably I'm probably like more excited about this than any kind of Star Wars movie coming out. You know, I'm going to say it again. That's like for real. I will admit I haven't seen you this like hyper hyped about <laughs> something in ages. This is super cute and really exciting. Yeah. So I can't wait for Christmas because I think I have something. And it's just going to come out on Netflix, right? I don't even have to. Yeah, wait. Netflix yeah. are turning it into two movies, I believe. Perfect. This is perfect. Yeah. Good Good that you brought that up, Charlie, because I thought this was an interesting situation. Um, it's another quote from – this is from Vanity Fair. I'm just going to read it because they said it better than I will. <laughs> it was shaping up to be approximately a three-hour-long film. And Netflix chairman Scott Stuber was worried and said on the service under two hour movies really do better for some reason, even though you'll binge watch a series of eight episodes. Oh, yeah. Zack Snyder's wife kind of said that, like, you know, know. yeah, they know you're going to binge watch those eight episodes. Zack said, if you ask me to make this less than two hours, I'm going to lose all the character. You won't care about these people. It's a character story about how people can change and redemption and what are you willing to fight for? So he said, what if I give you two movies? And I'm like, that's really important because he's focused on character building. He's right. focused on turning this into something that people will give a shit about. <laughs> so, yeah, so that's how it ended up becoming a two hour saga, if you will. Um, or I mean a two film saga because he, it's not enough if he shortens it. So I like that idea. Um, I like that they worked with him rather than against him. That's that shows promise in the story that they're like, yeah, yeah, go for it, man. Make two. My only little hiccup, my only little like, okay, so I'm like, I'm excited about it. But my only thing is, is I, I just hope it looks, real like looks you know the part of the yeah. start that's the only the visuals just make sure it's like a lived in have kind of thing. you seen mm. the behind the scenes trailer on youtube uh yeah i'll just once real quick yeah i haven't really yeah like the so. uh the vanity fair article shows some some photos oh, of yeah, it the, the set photos look beautiful yeah i think i don't think you'll be disappointed if you look at those Lito. Yeah. I also I appreciate that Snyder seems to be squaring himself up for yeah you are going to compare this to Star Wars I am ready for you to compare this to Star Wars I'm ready to have this held to the same level nice. as Star Wars mm-hmm. that's money that's money and yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> right exactly I I mean for real um 
the lived-in real stuff, Lido, uh, in part of the article, it said it's like a steampunk, or I think he said like diesel punk, whatever the heck that Ooh. is. It's like gritty sci-fi fantasy. I mean, it has all the Star Wars elements. It has your typical elements of of um, sci-fi, but then when, uh, like I said, they mentioned Lord of the Rings and Game of Thrones thrown in there, I'm like... This has, I know expectations are going to be high, but this has the potential to be really kick ass. <laughs> um, and the right. casting, have you guys seen some of the people that are in it? The actors. Anthony Hopkins is going to voice a droid. Whoa. Sorry? Yeah. I'm like, that's freaking great. Uh, Charlie Hoonam from Sons of Anarchy, one of my favorite shows, is going to be a mercenary gunner type of guy. King Arthur, heck yeah. Yeah, King Arthur, exactly. Nice. Um, the I can't remember her name now. The main uh, protagonist girl was in the Tom Cruise mummy film. She oh, was really good. I thought yeah. I recognized her. Mm-hmm. Um, there is, I believe, God, I should have pulled this up, but I, I didn't. Uh, there's so many people in it that I'm like, oh, I know who that is. There's some Game of Thrones alum in there. Uh, Gladiator, I think. The... Um, I can never remember that guy's name. He's he's the one that tells Russell Crowe's character, not yet, not yet. I think uh, he's in it. The one that um, chews up the little bit of stuff and puts it in his moon. Yeah. <laughs> um, like, you've got some good actors in it, so that's exciting. I'm ready. I'm ready for, I love Star Wars. Always will, but I'm ready mm. for something else. Yes. You know, something. something... To carry the essence of Star Wars. Yeah. Yes. In the level, maybe. Like, because all we've had, especially lately, all we've really had that's big is Marvel and Star Wars and like DC trying to claw at that, but always failing. <laughs> you know, like I, I'm ready for something new. I'm ready. I'm I just hope it delivers. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, like, I, I didn't get on the Dune train. That's not my kind mm. of like vein of sci fi. So I'm hoping this might cater a little bit more towards like what my tastes are and I'm willing to give it a go. I am genuinely willing to give it a go. I couldn't get through Dune. I fell asleep. Oh yeah. 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 I've tried to read the book before, but even for me, who's like an avid reader, that is, that book is just too big. It is simply (laughs) too big. (laughs) I I tried as well. And then I was like, Oh, I'll just do the audio. And even the audio book was too long. I'm like, I can't, I can't Uh, do it. (laughs) God, it must be what? Like 20, 22. Probably it, longer than that. I think it, yeah, I'd, I'd have to look. I think it was over 28 hours, maybe. Yeah. Jeez. I mean, I like the ideas that they have in Dune. I, I think it's interesting, but the movie was just, I don't know. It was too slow. The music was really boring. I, it's just, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired. It's late. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So, bring it yeah, out. That's what I'm saying. Right. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, Bring it on. That, I concur. Oh, and there's going to be, I wanted to mention this, uh, there's going to be different cuts, you know, Snyder and his cuts. <laughs> oh, nice. There's going to be, like, the regular, like, I'm trying <laughs> to find it, where anyone can enjoy and watch it, and then sometime <laughs> later, nice, but this is cool. Sometime later, it's going to be strictly for adults. Deeper, harder dive that'll be fun for adults. That sounds cool. Sounds great. Okay. I'm an, I'm an adult, I think. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'm, I'm old enough. <laughs> you are. 
So yeah, I know, I know the, I know the Snyder cuts and all of that, but I think that that one's really cool. Um, also, the second film is supposed to come very quickly after the first one. They touched on that in the article where Snyder said something about that's the nice thing about Netflix is they can get you your next film out a lot faster than doing it in theaters and all of that. So, so we may not have to wait super long if we really, really love the first one. We won't be like, oh, this sucks. We got to wait five years. So, wow. And it looks like he's the director, the writer, the producer, and the DO, and then the DP, which means he did the cinematography, which is mm-hmm. well, it's like it's everything him, like everything how he, well, George wasn't a great direct, like he didn't like directing. But I mean, if, if anybody is making something to be all everything, I mean, it is your collective vision. I mean, there's like no, oh, yeah. I mean, it's it's everything. It's, it's everything filmmaking. Like it's like it's his look. It's his his camera work. His his his, his words. Um, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be cool, man. That's the one thing too that I like uh, that you brought that up was that he's been working on this for I think it was like even ten years before uh, Lucas Film was sold to Disney. So this has been something oh. brewing with this guy for a very long time and it kind of gave me a little bit of hope on on my one story Lito that you helped me start putting together a long time ago oh, for real yeah it's never dead dude it's never yeah, gone it's, it's never it's, gone so it's, and it's and asking to come out you know mm-hmm. and when it, when the right time is is there it'll, it'll it, it the right time will you know right oh. and, and and it's fun cuz I still think about that story all the time so it's like reading that part of the article I'm like shit maybe i can actually you know maybe it'll i don't have the backing of hollywood or anything but maybe i can at least put that story out into the universe at some point in some you have our backing for real? I, know. I love your writing obsessed with your writing it's so good i appreciate that i actually started writing a whole new story too oh. yeah okay. <laughs> it's, i'll just tease a little bit of it it's about a whore and a barbarian <laughs> what amazing it's so far out of anything i've ever written and it's been a lot of fun just kind of putting it together just one of my favorite character tropes let's go (laughs) um so yeah like lito said bring it on rebel moon we are yes we are supporters uh look for us to talk more about it at some point too yes i'm excited (sighs) to do a deep dive heck yeah uh, so do we have trivia? Uh, we do. We have four trivia questions this week. All, right. all lovingly handcrafted by yours truly. Yes. Kill us. Kill us now. Stars trivia! This is where the fun begins. Oh, this is going to be easy. <laughs> I'm going to start off with something that this is a fact that even I didn't know. So, mm. question number one What is the name of the fallen Atta on Jakku that Ray makes into her home? That name of the fallen Atta. God, you know, I, I don't know it. I'm going to be totally honest. I'm going to let you tell us the answer if Lido can't guess. But I remember hearing that it, I remember it had a name Stanley. 
Stanley. <laughs> Flat Stanley. <laughs> Flat Stanley, yeah. Nice. No ideas. No? Any guesses, Leto? Um, Humperdinck. Humperdinck. <laughs> I mean, you're close with the age. So if oh. I was generous, I'd give you a point. The name of the Atat that Ray inhabits as her home is called Hellhound 2. Hellhound 2. Hellhound 2. And it oh. fell during the Battle of Jakku. I like the name. Yeah, me too. It's a good name. Good choice. Seems like it's a heck of a battle if Star Destroyers are falling under the planet. Oh, I want to see like live action Battle of Jakku. I feel robbed. Why didn't they show us? I know. Like they could have. Such a gnarly like corpse of a battlefield. Show me the battle. Right. Did it end something? Did it end the uh, Empire or something? What's the the significance of the Jakku battle? Was was that the final battle? I, don't I think know. that was yeah one of the final battles between like the empire and when it was still the empire before it became the first order. Like I think it marked the the fall of the empire and the rise of the first order. One of those big, mm. straight down the middle of the timeline. It's all in a book, I'm sure. Yeah, a hundred percent all in a book. I'll find <laughs> it and send it to you. I'm sure I've got it on my shelf somewhere. <laughs> Question number two: We all know Cassian Andor has many, many names as he travels across the galaxy. Can you guys tell me three of these fake names that Cassian Andor has used? (laughs) Stanley. Stanley. (laughs) Let me check my list. Mm, No. Um, Oh my God. One of them was, one of them was so similar to Grief Karga. Go, Jack. Go. Go, Jack. Go. It's like, Keith was it? Was oh. Keith was one? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Nice. You got one. Um. Uh, Keith Gergo. Keith yeah. Gergo. It's like so much like Green Cargo. Cargo. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Does Fulcrum count as one of them? Yes. Thank you. Wow. Yes, it does. This and... does. Oh, when he's on that planet, um, uh, when he gets arrested, I'm sure he's. Oh, using Clem. Yes! Nice, nice. <laughs> Tag team. Yes. Dude, as soon as you said the... Congratulations! <laughs> like, I had no idea. But no? No. That was your dog's I, name, man. I know, that's my dog's name. <laughs> I would have also accepted Willix, Ak, or Jorath Swad. Nice. I was going to say Casa, but I felt like that would have been too obvious because oh. he didn't He didn't really use the name. It was what his sister no. called him. And nice. We We got all three. You did. I'm actually I'm genuinely so impressed, so proud of you guys. Oh my goodness. Our third question. When Ben Solo was a Padawan at Luke's temple, what hobby did he pursue in his spare time? Oh. Mm. This can be seen on screen. Oh, it can? Yeah. Hmm. I was trying to think of a comic book because there was like a four book, three book comic book about his turn. Um, it was seen on screen. Mm-hmm. What movie? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rise of Skywalker, I believe. Really? I think so. Rise of Skywalker or The Last Jedi. Not 100%. Whenever they have the flashbacks about Ben being a Padawan. Mm. You can see it on his bedside table next to his lightsaber. As he reaches to grab for it, I'm totally no drawn guesses, blanks. No guesses, 
What um, hobby no. do you think a, a moody, disillusioned, loner teenager would take up on an island? Guitar. <laughs> <laughs> and he became the best songwriter in the galaxy. Oh, uh, boy. I, I don't know, like... Chiseling things out of wood or something? Oh, <laughs> gosh, you're so close. No. So on... Ben Solo's bedside table, we can see a set of paper, a pen, and an ink pot. He enjoys calligraphy in his spare time. Oh, I remember that. Uh, and this set also used to belong to Obi-Wan Kenobi. Oh, that's kind of cool. Oh, really? Oh. And what makes it even sweeter is Ben's hobby was calligraphy. Ray's hobby on Jakku was sketching. Hmm. Oh. I think that's just a, a sweet little parallel between the two of them. Good stuff. Because they were originally going to be the solo twins. <gasps> yes. Sorry. No, it's fine. Get it out. I still it's think fine. that that would have worked, but it's fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. There's a lot I think would have worked. I think I could. <laughs> <laughs> Our final question is a little bit of the prices right. So I will ask you guys for a guess and whichever one of you gets the closest wins. What is the most expensive Star Wars prop ever sold at auction, and how much did it sell for? Mm. I uh, think you told me this once. Is it Leia's um, dress? Dang the it. slave Leia one? No, the, no. the white dress. Nope. I just heard it. I just heard about this. Yeah. It just I've sold. told you about that because I saw that one in IRL at Star Wars Celebration, but that's not the most expensive prop that's ever sold. Um... Uh. God. I hope it's not a lightsaber hill. I'm, I lost no. my chances. I lost my chances. Um. Uh, God, I'm trying to think. I feel like, Charlie, you did tell me this before. We did mention it earlier. We did mention the particular item earlier in the episode, if that helps. Ooh, is, is it 121? <laughs> million. Was it 121? Wow, congratulations. <laughs> um, we did mention it. Hmm. Oh, why do you gotta do this to us? <laughs> I'm thinking prop Star Wars. Uh, I'm just trying to look at my part of my collection. Star Wars, the movie, like the movie, and you hope. No, Star Wars, the Broadway musical. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean like the, from the first film. The prop is in the first film. Yes, the prop is in the first film. Okay. You got a little something. You got a little hint. A morsel. Nice. Yeah. Is it a weapon? Can be used as one. I can't believe I'm letting you guys have so many guesses. <laughs> it's a hard one. <laughs> um, okay. It's got to be something really cheesy, I think. An obscure, maybe? Or... Okay. So the prop itself is an R2-D2 fashioned out of parts across all three trilo- all three original trilogy movies. Really? So can you guys have a guess at how much this sold for at auction in 2017? Mm. Oh, boy. 121 space bucks. <laughs> no. <laughs> It's got to be something pretty reasonable, like $2 million. Okay, Lito, that's your guess. That's fair. Johnny, any 
Higher, lower? Um. Yeah, that's true. I gotta think realistically here. Okay. Uh, I would say 1.2 million dollars. Leto, you are the closest. Right. R2D2 sold in June 2017 for 2.76 million US dollars. Wow. And that is not adjusted for inflation, so I'm sure it would be closer to around three and a half, four million now. Jeez. Wow. And that yeah. is still the most expensive. My mic cut out. I actually said 2.76. Oh, oh. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. So, <laughs> I think that's a nice little bit try. of fake news there. <laughs> uh, Darth Vader's helmet sold for $898,000. Wow. wow. Specifically, $898,420. Jesus. 420. <laughs> yeah. Um, Han Solo's blaster auctioned for $550,000. Half a million for Han Solo's blaster. Right. See, and that's when I asked if it was a weapon, that was going to be my guess was Han Solo's blaster. Yeah, me too, because that's the coolest. Mm -hmm. Well, if you were the guy who didn't get it, but you like bet like 450000 you know what I mean? Saved yourself some good money. I think. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, you're I'm like, kidding. it was almost mine. You know, like the guy who came mm. in second. And you were willing to put up that. <laughs> I would love to be able to have the kind of money to oh, blow on something like that. <laughs> well done with the trip. I think like 50% this week. Well, I mean, at least we're consistent. Yeah. <laughs> Consistency is key. I meant to show this earlier when we were talking about the Ray movie, but. <gasps> Hey. There she is. I don't have yeah. that one. I have it's, Jackie, but I don't have that one. This is sort of custom. I made the lightsaber. Oh, wow. And I made the hood. Like, she doesn't come with the hood. Good. Oh. I think the hood's important. People forget it. Yeah. I liked that scene when she was wearing the hood in uh, The Rise of Skywalker. So, but yeah, I meant to bust that out when we were talking about Ray, and I looked over and I'm like, oh, crap. So, I'll show it at the end. That's sweet. <laughs> well, all right, cool. I mean, trivia. It's thanks, guys, for letting me talk to you again with my trivia. I enjoy <laughs> it so much. I live for it. I'm still impressed. We got the Andor one. That was mm. that was good. That was some really nice teamwork from the two of you. That was so <laughs> sweet to watch. <laughs> <laughs> Right on. Um, okay, so that's gonna wrap us up this week. Um, I told Charlie and Lito, I'll tell everyone listening if you're still around, uh, next week we are gonna be off because there's 4th of July parties and my birthday, Jennifer's birthday, uh, so. Uh, uh. <laughs> Charlie, are you celebrating the 4th of uh, yeah, July? Yeah, I'm totally celebrating the 4th of July for a, yeah, yeah, totally, red, white, and blue. I bleed the American flag. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to call you guys on the 4th of July morning and wake you up by singing you the national anthem. That's what I'm going to nice. do. Nice. Alright, so we'll see everybody uh, and then I think, Lito, you're going to be off for a little bit, aren't you? So. Yeah. But we are 100% going to talk about Jedi Survivor while you're not here. Yeah, we totally are. But we got some cool things coming up uh, yeah. even when Lito's back and we've got Ahsoka coming up. We've got all kinds of all kinds of good stuff. We're going to have some guests for Ahsoka, so that'll be fun. <gasps> yeah. Um, but yeah, we will catch everybody in a, what, two weeks? Um, yeah. 
hopefully y'all have a good if you celebrate it 4th of July and mm-hmm. everybody make sure to go and wish Johnny a happy 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 birthday alright um, clonearmyradio gmail.com at clonearmyradio on the mm-hmm. socials I don't know why I said that. Socials, smorgasbord. Smorgasbord, beep, beep, beep. Yeah, what Johnny said, you can also come and find me at Running Back to Track You on Instagram. Please and thank you. Give me attention. I crave it. If I don't get attention, I die. <laughs> All right. And may the Schwartz be with yous. May the Schwartz be witches. May the Schwartz be with you. Admiral Yet.